What is up, everybody? It is episode 93, recorded on Sunday, February 20th, 2022. I'm your host, Drew, along by my side. John, how you doing? Have a hey, Drew. Tonight. So, John, a panda walks into a bar. He asked the bar- bartender, bartender, how he <laughs> can get a little action for the night. The bartender motions to a young woman. She talks to the panda, and they go back to her place. After having sets, the panda leaves. <laughs> the next night, the woman goes to the panda's house. Hey, panda, you owe me money, she says. For what? The woman rolls her eyes and explains, I'm a prostitute. The panda pulls out a dictionary, looks up the word prostitute, says, having sex for money. The panda says, I don't have to pay you. I'm a panda. Look it up. (laughs) She's about to protest when the panda hands her the dictionary. The woman looks up the word panda in the dictionary, and it reads, panda eats bush and leaves. sit down because it's the best day of the week for your favorite podcast the dad's after dark show and here are your hosts john and drew what a joke that was john for you but on tonight's show oh, we're gonna a talk, good one uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about the wii u and the 3ds eShops are closing for good new bounties and monthly mayhem returns what is it gonna be well we'll have to wait and see and finally we answer Many, many ridiculous questions you have for us, which is always the best part. Lots of questions. Oh, we got lots of good questions. Um, so I'm excited. This is going to be a fun episode. You know, we weren't even going to do a full episode this week, but we just said, you know what? We've got a lot of stuff we kind of want to have fun with, and let's just let's just do it. We're both available tonight. Uh, let's just get after it. I need my Drew time. Yeah. Speaking oh. of Drew time and John time, we had quite the, as, as some call us, the four horsemen time last night. We did. I got to play Mario Party Superstars for the first time. Mm. Literally, literally, Kevin slipped me a code just this is coos now, just so that I would play Mario Party. And and really, like I objected to playing Mario Party. I feel I feel cheap. I feel like I was paid off. I feel like a prostitute. (laughs) Like a panda. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> but I had a good time. It was it was really good. It was really interesting when you start that game. It just goes right to the menu. There's yeah. like no fluff to that game like Mario Party had with, you know, the whole campaign and everything. Yep. Nope. It's straight to the point. Each each uh, board is kind of its unique story. And that's it. That's how they go with it. And I love it. It's just such a it's such a good game. It's just so well polished. Yeah. Um, so John, I have a story for you. Um, I went to KFC the other night. I was on the way to a, a hockey game. I said, yeah, I gotta, you know, I'm early. I got to eat something else. I'm going to go like four or five hours without eating. I said, I'm just going to get like a, you know, a classic, you know, KFC crispy chicken sandwich, right? They're good. You've, you've had them, right? Was that, wait, is that, wait, hold on. Is that classic? Like that's Isn't the that, new, that's the newish sandwich. Yeah. This, I think it's called right. the, the classic chicken I think, sandwich. I think there's a spicy and a classic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's all I was going to get. I was just at the right. I said, I like the spicy, but you know, before a hockey game, I don't want any like heartburn, you know? So yeah. let's just go classic. So I order it. Pull up to the drive-thru. I order it. It's just that. Great. No problem. So good. Um, pull up to the window. The woman 
comes to the window and says, I'm so sorry, but we're out of buns. I said, excuse me? We're out of we're out of we're out of the classic crispy chicken sandwich of buns. I said, how does that happen? I, I don't I don't understand. She goes, well, would you like two chicken littles instead? And I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, no, I don't fucking want two chicken littles. I want a classic chicken fucking sandwich. But spur of the moment thing, it's like, yeah, you know, sure, I guess so. Because it's, you know, I'm, I got to eat something. And at this point, I, I'm here on the spot. I don't have the menu board in front of me anymore. It's like, yeah, I'll take two chicken littles. Um, but here's the fucking kicker. I, yeah. Two chicken littles was $5.50. Those things used to be 99 cents back in the day. Are they bigger? I'm looking at them now. I don't think I really knew that they had chicken littles back. I used to kill those chicken oh, littles when I was a kid, man. God, we my friend a... and I would go to KFC yeah. and we would order so many of those things. They were like sliders and there was like a little chicken patty with mayonnaise. That's all they used to be. Oh, we used to and they were like, so good. You had a dozen of them. Yes. They were. Del- yeah. So they're different now. They have like the sesame seed bun. They're a little bit more of an oval shaped. Um, they still throw like the mayo. I don't. It, it's it wasn't not the same, but if they're the bigger. Same. They look bigger. They're a little bigger. They're not two dollars and fifty cents each bigger. Yeah. So I'm surprised they didn't just give it to you for free. I mean, they literally they took your order. They took my order. You and paid. Then pretty Did much you pay? Said, or no, you paid well, right at I that window. I was about to pay. I yeah. See. Okay. Sometimes they'll pay before. Oh, man. So, and yeah, that's just criminal. Because those KFC chicken sandwiches are so good. That's what, if you know, like when your mind is on something, like I was driving there like 20 minutes away. I was like, oh, I know there's a KFC up here on the right. I'll go there. I'll grab a sandwich and I'll be good for the game. And then I'll and go to like, donuts yeah. and grab a coffee. Yeah. I'm like, all right. So now I pull up. I'm all ready to go. And then like <laughs> just shoved in the like, It just ruined my day. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just like made every bad call possible at the hockey match. You were just out for blood. And, 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 you know, I have to go over the fucking coach. Listen, I didn't get my fucking sandwich. That's why I'm spicy tonight, you know? (laughs) But you weren't going to get spicy. Hold on. Wait. Okay. But you usually get the spicy sandwich. I I would say I'm like a 70%, 65% spicy over original guy when I order a chicken sandwich from somewhere. I don't know how much we've talked about KFC chicken sandwiches in the show, but... If you're listening to this and you haven't tried them, oh mm. my god, they're so good at KFC. They are my they're definitely yeah. my favorite chicken yeah. sandwich right now, even over Popeyes. Um yeah. but oh my god, the spicy is so good. It's so good. Like I said, I I usually go I I was going to the um, the same ice cream. I was on a Yukon with my dad like 2 weeks ago. He wanted to come with me. So I said, hey, "Come on with me. It's going to be a good ride." So I I bought him a chicken sandwich from Tennessee. He's never had one. Oh. It was a great experience watching him eat it. <laughs> I mean, he's just like, this is great. This, this just made <laughs> my day. He, yeah, he devoured it. Like before I even took mine out of the bag, he's like, this is fucking delicious. Oh my God. So good. So now I'm tempted. I got, I got to go this week. I got to, yeah. I got I to sneak but that's in. That's a KFC store. What, what else is going on with you? I, I have a giant cable in my room right now. I am doing a review for the Nintendo dads. Um, I, I, I'm not sure if I can mention the game, so I won't, but it's a cloud game. Hmm. I, I don't think I've played, I played the, um, control, like the demo just to see how the cloud worked, Mm -hmm. but I haven't played any other cloud game on the switch. So, um, in order to make sure I do it the proper justice, I bought a 50 foot ethernet cable because I have, yeah, I have the port behind me. But my switch is like across from me in the room. 
And so I just bought a 50 foot cable just, you know, just for future needs. Maybe I need to do some crazy wiring in the future. And yeah, right now it's spread across my whole room. I got a, a flat one too. It's not like a rounded cord. It's a flat cord. So you can put it under rugs and things like that. Interesting. I'm kind of impressed with it. So, uh, yeah, but I'm also looking forward to it. I just wanted to have a wired connection for the cloud game. So I'm going to do that have you, tomorrow. You, again, you don't have to mention the game. Have you started the game? No, no, I haven't started. Okay. I was curious yeah. on the on the on your connection because I played like you like we all know through Gardens of Galaxy mm-hmm. through Wi-Fi. Yeah. That was not hardwired. And I had I had, like I said, one or two issues throughout the entire game that only lasted two to three minutes. You know, it's like when it's like when you're streaming or, or buffering, you know, Netflix, right? And and all of a sudden it goes down to like standard definition, maybe it buffers for a second or two, and then it comes back on. Right. And that that's all I had. It never it never interrupted like my gameplay to the point that I died or anything like that. Uh, it was just a, yeah. a visual hindrance, I guess you could say. I, I think the minutes. Wi-Fi is fine, especially if you have good Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted, to, I just wanted to make sure that I had the best quality. And I've, I've always heard it's like it's always good to use wired connection if you can for online yeah. stuff, anyway. Of course. Um, but yeah, I'm curious. I might actually test it out after and see how it is on Wi-Fi if there's a difference. I'm sure most times there won't be, but um, I'd be curious to see how big a difference that is. Mm. Well, I, I got to talk about the elephant in the room because I wasn't on episode 92, John, and I listened to episode 92. Oh, First of no. all, great, great Santa joke. Uh, second of all, <laughs> what are you doing with your life? I mean, fucking roller coaster, right? Is this, is this PlayStation? Are we, what are yeah, we talking here? Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I, I felt for the moment when I recorded that, that was, um, that was the day I got the PlayStation, right? I think that was I the day you, I got I remember it. Remember you texting me in the morning? Drew, I, I probably <laughs> should pull it up. Drew, I'm thinking about getting a PlayStation, and I was like, "Wait, time and out! I, like, and what's said, going on with Xbox? What's going on with Game Pass? I thought it was free, the best thing in the world." And you're just like, "You know, I think I played most of the games I wanted. I, I think I'm ready for some newer big party games." You know, first. I said games. to you, Drew, and I, I said to you, "Don't hate me," because I, I do this to Drew all the time i'm like mm. i'm gonna do this and then i change my mind and i change it back because mm-hmm. man these decisions mean a lot to me but i i don't know <laughs> that correct right so i don't know if this was one of those you know he's just midlife crisis he's just throwing shit at oh, me it was total and, midlife crisis but then like seven hours later he sends me a screenshot of a ps5 i'm like <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> like it went from just an idea to i have it in my possession I had the idea, I think, the day before, and I was looking around. But yeah, that morning I had a few, I had a few potential sellers lined up. Um, yeah, I know. I think I did the show. I talked about it in the show, but yeah, I'll just get into it real quick. The um, I was a little, I, I'm not, I don't like to be a three console guy. I actually did it for a little bit a while back, but it it just becomes too distracting. I don't want a Steam a Steam Deck. Like, yeah. I don't want a Steam Deck because I don't I don't want PC games to be available to me. I don't want to have an Xbox and a PlayStation anymore because it's just too many games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always been a PlayStation Nintendo guy. I, I was I was one of those uh, Wii three guys, PlayStation three and a Wii. Um, I had a PlayStation <laughs> four with my Wii U. Um, it's just I've always been I've I've always had that PlayStation ever since the PS2. But yeah, I went with the Xbox a couple of years ago because of Game Pass. Yeah. 
And yeah, we did that episode where we talked about Game Pass's value to me in 2021. And it was eye opening. I'm glad I did that exercise because it was like, yeah, I'm paying this amount of money of for Game Pass in a year, mm-hmm. but I'm not playing the games that I really wanted to play. You know, it, it's funny because that is that statement you just said is my entire rationale of video games, right? I I, I choose a video game console truly off of, I mean, the logistics of it, you know, the Switch is rich, I play handheld, but what are the games I want to play? I, I don't focus too much on the money savings aspect of it because the other day if it's a hobby you're going to spend money either you know golfing or or collecting something or whatever it is a hobby is a hobby so i don't yeah. mind putting a little bit of money into a hobby but yeah i, I always look at which which games do i want to play right so if i was ever going to go buy another system is it <laughs> is it at spots or is it places what are the what are the first games i would buy ages of mages ages of mages um, you know i probably got that do we go yeah. through the list well we, there's no need i mean but that's my point you know it, it's it's funny that you bring that up. I think that is true for a lot of people, right? That should be your number one. In my eyes, that should be your number one consideration. What it, it, games are it you should buy? be? It should be um, with the switch. I own a ton of switch games and I buy them physical as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't want to get into the business of buying a bunch of games on a console. So getting game pass made sense to me. I can pay a little bit of money and play a bunch of stuff and when I looked at the list of Game Pass at the time, I was like, oh, there's a bunch of games that I would be into playing. But then again, you know, I had an Xbox for nearly two years and there was not a single exclusive Xbox game that came out that I was excited to play. I'm not I mean, it, it would have been Halo Infinite, but I'm not a first person shooter guy, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it just there was no big exclusive. Forza was the other big game that they came out with recently. And it's just a card game. I don't I don't play those. So it's not to say that they don't have any good exclusive games. It's just none that I wanted. Exactly. I, but I enjoyed playing 12 minutes and a lot of those games with Game Pass. But those weren't the games I wanted to play. So, yeah, I got a little I found that I was like thinking, gosh, I wish I could play this game or that game. But that's on the PlayStation. And that list got to like 10 games. And I think as Horizon Forbidden West was coming out, I was like, kind of really want to play that game and it's like what am i doing on this xbox right now i'm just playing lake you know <laughs> so, it's like i'm i'm sitting i was sitting there on game pass what was it that saturday um just looking for games and i'm like i'm sitting here going i know the games i want to play and but i'm yeah. sitting here trying to find a game that game pass will let me play so think about all the shitty games i could play on game pass there are some bad games on there. They definitely pad their count out, but there's a lot of good games too. And, oh, yeah. and like I've said before, and, and I think game pass is great. Um, but I think you, it, it does change the way you game. It does become, I'm going to play games that I never expected to play or games that I'm not super into. And it, that it just changes that. the way you play. And that. I, yeah, I mean, it, it shouldn't be. And it's just, I'm a I am a single player RPG kind of guy. And those are just the games that Sony does really well right now that Xbox almost completely ignores. And so it just made sense to go back mm-hmm. to the PlayStation. I was a little worried, too, that I was like leaving behind a bunch of games that I had bought for Xbox because I bought a lot of games. I bought I didn't think I was ever going to buy a game. I bought a bunch of games, you know, Phoenix Rising and Valhalla and all that. But it was funny when I hooked up the PlayStation and went into my account, I was like, oh, yeah, I own, you know, this game and that game. And 
I had Nidhogg on there. I didn't have a bunch of expensive games because I was all physical. But I had a bunch of games. I had Gauntlet um, on from PS Plus I had downloaded, too. Mm. So I had a bunch of games. I was like, oh, yeah, you know. And uh, once I saw um, um, Fall Guys, I totally forgot about Fall Guys. We had played that on the PlayStation. Mm. I was like, oh, I got Fall Guys. I can play some Fall Guys because we've been waiting for that on the Switch for how long now? So yeah. I can play some Fall Guys. I'm excited. Yeah, I, 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 after a week, I am 100%. I made the right choice. I was a little worried when I was getting it and paying 580 bucks. I said I was, I wasn't even going to get one of these consoles, and I ended up with both. Um, but after a week, I'm completely satisfied with my choice. I made the right choice. And now your son uh, is pumped. My son has a Series X. He's been playing Tabs. Um, he's been playing Phoenix Rising. He had oh, wanted I, to play that game back when I was playing it. So he's I, enjoying that one. It was a fun game. I, have, I, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I don't think it, it was, was groundbreaking, but it was fun. Exactly. Um, if, he gets, if, he, if he gets bored with the Series X, I will probably look to sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for right now, I'll just let him play it until he gets bored with it. Once he hooks up his PS4 again is probably the time I'll be like, all right, should we sell this thing um, before the value goes down? So mm-hmm. that's it. All right. Before we get into some other fun stuff, I have to tell you, John, Manscaped has now launched their Ultra Premium Collection. And believe Ooh. it or not, it's not for your private parts. It's taken a leveled up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scents. It's an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for everyday man and covers you from head to toe. Literally, they say. Uh, it's trusted <laughs> below the waist. Manscaped is trusted below the waist now, not just... Uh, with the rest, join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off free shipping with the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S. So what is the Ultra Premium Collection, John? I'll let you know soon because I will be getting a package this week with all of it. Did Ooh, you sign yeah. up for yours? Yep, I did. Okay, you'll be getting yours too. So what's inside is first ever Manscaped deodorant um, for your actual armpits. I know they've had foot deodorant and ball deodorant, which I actually love both of them. This is now armpit deodorant. I like that it's actual armpit. It is actual armpit. I don't think the <laughs> other stuff's supposed to be. Uh, more body wash, because I think they, they used to have like the two-in-one, then they split them up, and it's a, another set of body wash. They have the two-in-one shampoo conditioner. I use this every day. Yes, uh, me too. I use this every day. It came at the bottom. You mm. know, I, 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 my other shampoo ran out. I said, hell, I have this nice bottle. Let me try it out. And I think I'd go back and buy another one. It's if it's it's a nice bottle too. Like I know that's stupid. It shouldn't matter. No, but it's like it feels like a real Manta Black bottle. It's just like strong, and it's like I, I feel like it's it's nice. It's got a little pump action on the, the top. Pump action. That's, yeah, you don't have to you know do you don't have to deal with it. I agree. Yeah. Uh, it comes with also a hydrating body spray. Now this says lotion. I don't really know what this means. At first, I thought this was like you know like the Ats body spray. I mm-hmm. thought it was that. But this seems like it's more of a, a spray lotion. So maybe you get out of the shower. You... Lotion might get into your skin. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking it's more of like a like out of the shower on your actual skin versus, you know, on your clothing. We'll mm-hmm. find out. Uh, then they come with a free uh, setup uh, lip balm, right? So, you know, chap lips that time of the year. We all get it. And um, so manscaped.com. Use code NINDADS for 20% off and free shipping. Keep an eye out for that ultra premium collection is what they're calling it and all that stuff we just talked about. Sweet. That's it. Very nice. The Bounty Board. All right. 
bounty update. Ooh. Uh, I don't think this is this is new. Crazy Greek Dre got mm. your bounty for a 69 to nothing victory in Tech Mobile on Nintendo Switch Online using Los Angeles. And that's the Raiders, mm. not the Rams. That's 10 touchdowns with one missed field goal. Impressive. Yeah, I guess I guess it's right. You can strategically miss an extra point. <laughs> it you wouldn't have happen. That, that's yeah. the only way to do it. No, no, you could do 23 well, field goals. <laughs> I guess you too. I feel like I would just rewind and go for the 10 touchdowns. Yeah, I I and I assume he used rewind. I mean, we we encouraged it. I mean, you get 69 enough. There's I mean, no way gosh. you could get 23 possessions in that game. Yeah. The, you, with that time block. You basically have to keep rewinding the plays until you like absolutely obliterate somebody. Um, unless you're just Kevin and you're just really good at it. Mm-hmm. So congratulations on that one. He won eShop cash for that. We Was still that have dollar one. Yeah. Yeah, ten that was ten dollars. Um, we still have the Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon bounty. Beat the game with King Knight. Um, we just you don't have to do the full, full beat, just just get to the beat screen with with King Knight. I've actually been trying this myself from time to time. Um, because I love Pocket Dungeon and but I've kind of did everything. Um, but I'm trying to beat the game with King Knight. Uh <laughs> using the different characters is really fun in this game because they have each has their own unique skills and it makes the game so different. And um King Knight's fun because he can attack for massive damage from a distance. Um, I think I got to the seventh level, so I, I, I've gotten a few levels away from doing the beat, but I, I can't. Not that I'm eligible. I'm just trying to do it myself to see. Um, but that's a fun game. I, I continue to love that game. Drew, we got three new bounties to I announce. Love it. love it. If you're listening, as soon as you hear this, you can start going for it. First bounty. Beat Glass Joe on Nintendo Switch Online. Punch out in 42 seconds. Whew. Now, did you test this? It is known that 42 seconds, not, not it, it is yeah. known that you can beat Glass Joe in 42 seconds. So refresh uh, me. Punch out, if I remember correctly, has what, three minutes, three minutes per round? Three minutes per round. So you did a beat him. What's what that two minutes and 18 seconds on the clock? Is that is that what you're looking for? Yes. yes. Or quicker. Yes. Or quicker. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to do it quicker. Um, well, this is basically like the fastest. fastest. This is the fastest you can do it because if you play punch out, mm-hmm. depending on how you hit people and how you knock them down in those situations, um, it kind of affects the whole match. So in order yeah. to beat him, you're obviously not wearing him down three times in a row. You're hitting him with really special shots at really special times. Mm-hmm. Um, so 42 seconds is the fastest you can do it. The first person who can do it on their switch, make sure it shows that you did it. Mm-hmm. Um, remember in all bounties do a thumbs up or put your face in it do something unique so we can yeah. see you taking a picture of it yeah just remember like it's easy to just use youtube and fake it so make just make sure that you're not if you want to hit the home button make sure that you're showing that you're in nintendo switch online yep um, make yep. sure your, your picture is there yeah yep. something so that's a ten dollar bounty you get a ten dollar eShop card and but we're gonna expand the map a little bit drew i'm very excited wow. about this that's no pun intended yeah, to celebrate <laughs> the PS5 and the release of Horizon Forbidden West. I just want to say week. I did not approve of any of this, but I'm in. <laughs> Got to expand the audience, Drew. This is how you do oh. it. Um, new bounty. Reveal the entire map 
in Horizon Forbidden West. I don't care what you do or how many quests you've done. Show us your map screen, scroll, or scroll around, and show that the entire map is declouded. Do they and, show a percentage? Uh, no, but you see clouds over parts of the map that you haven't been to. Okay. Um, and we will give you a $10 PlayStation card for doing that one. First one to do that. And I know we have a few people playing Horizon Forbidden West in the Discord. Um, I know we probably have more people who aren't in the Discord that are um, playing on their PlayStation. Um, 10 bucks. I'd love to see if somebody just wants to go running around the map right now and try to get that. Uh, last bounty, because we did not want to exclude Xbox. We love Xbox as well. This is an interesting one because I haven't played this game. In Forza Horizon 5, the new game. Get new? The, is it new? Well, it came out, I think, in November. Get the Ride and Seek achievement. And maybe you did this already. Just show us on your account that you did it. That's fine, too. Get the Ride and Seek achievement. And the way you get this is you have to discover every road in Mexico. $10 in Xbox credit to the first person that can do this one. How about it? Yeah, I mean. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's, yeah, bring it on. I'm in. Yeah. So we have right now we have four open bounties. Shovel Knight. Punch Out. Horizon Forbidden West. And Forza Horizon 5. Got something to play. You, nobody's excluded here. <laughs> that's, that's for right. sure. So that's our bounties. Uh, moving on to our February review contest. Um, this Ooh. is for the $10 in um, eShop credit. And and for this, you know what? For this month, let us know where you want your, your credit. If, if you're your PlayStation or Xbox and you want that, that's fine. We're flexible. Um, we buy it when you win it. So uh, if you win this, just let us know what you want. Um, but $10 if you leave a review on Apple or Podchaser. We're going to mm -hmm. take all the February reviews, probably out March 3rd, and uh, pick a random winner. And that winner gets $10 in credit to their favorite shop. Um, that easy. And um, right now we're recording this the 20th. Tomorrow's the 21st. You are, you're basically a week away. Um, even if you've done a review before, just you know, do another review. It really helps us out, and it can help you out. Exactly. And now... We have a new monthly mayhem. <laughs> Tell us about it, Drew. Monthly mayhem, you know, all spurred out of the four horsemen playing. That's right, folks. Mario Party Superstars. Um, this is going to be a shorter version, right? We're going to run from February 22nd, which you should be listening to that about today, which is Tuesday. All the way to March 12th, which is a Saturday. As we always say, just submit it that Saturday before you go to bed. That's all we need. Uh, so Mario Party Superstars is asking, what are we doing? This is a high score type uh, event, which means we're not going to be battling any head-to-head, -head, no online play, nothing like that is necessary. All you need to do is own the game, and we're going to give you four mini games that you're going to go off and play. Uh, and it's kind of kind of mimic the if you guys did the Mario Kart style, right? So these four mini games, you're going to go play them. You're going to submit your high score. I'm going to put everyone that competes, you know, into uh, a ranking system. You know, first place probably gets 15, followed by 12, 10, etc. Whoever has the most points at the end of the time 
uh, wins the $15 eShop credit. And everyone else after that, all the points that you gathered, uh, gathered a course that will, will equal lottery balls that you'll be equally drawn for that $10 one. So this is one of those, the higher you rank, the better chance of the random drawing. This isn't just, you know, a one-for-one one deal. And um, the four mini games that we're going to be playing, let me start with the two easy ones. Slot Car Derby. Everybody knows Slot Car Derby. We're going to do the Stage 3, which is the more challenging one. And this is just going to be a straight, the fastest time. Meta Marathon. This is the one where you have to jam A and B as fast as you can to wind up your little shy guy toy and see how far he goes. So this one's going to be the, the, <laughs> how far he goes. Um, the next two are sports and puzzles. Uh, so they're, they're more of the puzzle world. The first one's the Mario's Puzzle Party. It's kind of um, a take on Tetris, you could say. Uh, but we're going to do it solo mode so you can keep going forever and ever and see how high you can get for a score. And the last one is Stick and Spin. And I tried this today for the first time ever. It's a very unique puzzler game, you know, something like a snood or something like that where you got to match, you know, you know, five colored balls snood. together and they disappear. I, John, I played this today. I'm not even kidding. I think I played it for an hour. It just. Oh, my God. I was like, I honestly almost just killed myself. So I was like, I want this to end. But then I was like, shit, I could use this for my entry. So I got to make sure I do good. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to have the graphic card posted. When you guys are hearing this, so that way you can see uh, all the games again posted and the and the, the instructions, as well as how to get there, because you want to go to the Mount Mini game uh, for the puzzle ones. You got to kind of go to the sports and puzzle store attack mode for the actual other mini games. You just go to free play and go to the high store mini game and have computer players play with you. Their stores will be irrelevant; they shouldn't even affect your game. Uh, but I don't think you can play those two with uh, the Slotron Derby and the Metro Marathon without computer players uh, so. that was a very east coast very fastly verbalized description very good i, I glad as have. as a former east coaster i appreciate the <laughs> speed monthly mayhem mario party superstars started now to march 12th there we go and I'm that excited. is it i'm you excited too. because i like playing these little games and trying to get high scores and like just seeing people submit scores and just you mm. know when they get like start getting insane oh yeah and, i agree um, yeah, and a lot of people have been playing this game, so uh, I'm, I'm looking to see what people can do. Me too. Very cool. All right, let's get to what you've been playing. What we've been playing. All right, Drew. Drew, what you've been playing? Yeah, I've been playing with the family. This is a family game only. Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door on the GameCube. Wow. I'm still playing that. We're about 20 hours in. We Ooh. just finished chapter four or five. We're doing, um, I've been doing, you've, you've played this one, right? So long ago. I remember so they little have, just some of the characters. I, one of my favorite features of any Paper Mario game, they have the, the hundred pit trial where there's a hundred floors mm -hmm. and every floor you go down, it gets progressively harder. And every 10 floors, you get like a special item and you can leave the pit. Right, because if with you die your, at any point, yeah, with all you, of your experience points and coins and items right. that you found, because if you die at any point, you lose everything. Right. So you gotta you gotta try to figure out if you get to floor one hundred, it's the it's the hardest boss in the game. It's harder than the, than the end boss. But I so we did it. We did a run today because I said it's good to level up. Like I leveled up two or three times. I went to level fifty and then I bowed out. Um, wow. So yeah, just a fun game. Is it like one turn-based battle per floor? Is that how they do it? Yes. Yep. And okay. you don't know if it's going to be one enemy or there could be like four or five enemies in that battle. In one battle, though. 
it's just one battle per okay. floor. God, that could tell. How long did that take to get to like the fiftieth floor? Um, I don't know. Maybe you did it for forty-five minutes or so. Jeez. Yeah, it was That's fun. The kids had this, We still have the old school paper strategy guide, so the kids were into it. They were like looking up each enemy, like, "Oh, Dad, this one has this this much health and this much attack," and so it was <laughs> kind of cool. It, it was fun. Nice. Uh. RPG Golf Legends. I finished that one up. I know. I feel like I finished it forever ago, but I don't think I ever got to talk about it. Overall, the game it was it was fine. It was fun. I, I mentioned there was some issues with the battle system a little bit, um, and like just like kind of the there was just I felt a lot of stuff missing. There was this one world at the end, which was a pain in the ass. It was like this these floating islands with the with the holes, and you had to kind of like transport between each island, and it was just a navigation nightmare. Um, overall it was a great idea i think it was executed <laughs> maybe you could tell on, on a budget a little bit but it was it was fine i, I don't hate it i'm glad it was over I, I was one of those you know you get like halfway through and you rush just to try to finish it that's how i kind of felt right. with it it gets old it did get old really quick i i've never heard someone describe a game with what a it was a great idea <laughs> that ended positively <laughs> It was a great idea, just they didn't execute it. Simple. Yeah. Nobody's ever said it was a great idea, and what a game! It never, nobody ever says that. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, almost. The second, uh, the last game I want to mention here is I just finished it as well. Ocean's Heart. So this is a very Zelda-ish, like you know, Link to the Past style, top-down two D Zelda game. And this was this just came out. Uh, I think I'm like, looking it up right now. I want to see what it looks like. A Go week ahead. or two. It came out like beginning of February. It's um, it was cool. It was unique. So again, the the, the story great is idea. A great idea. <laughs> uh, you know, the character is a female young girl who's like this Navy volunteer person. She's trying to learn from her dad. Her dad, oh, her best friend goes missing, stolen by pirates. The dad goes chasing after her, and now she's here. Six months later, the dad never comes home. She's like, I'm gonna go find my dad and my best friend. Uh so she goes on this journey, right, to, 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 to find and, and discover, and she goes to each town and tries to learn a little bit of each town. Oh, yeah, I saw your dad. He was doing this and that. The problem is with the game was that just the problems, right? The controls seemed off for some something about the combat style just seemed a, I can't even like pinpoint it just seemed a little bit off. Uh, the pacing of like the actual items and upgrade, just like any game where you get these new uh, weapons and new items seemed to like they were all on the second half of the game mm-hmm. rather than the first half of the game. So the first half of the game, I feel like I had a lot of the same weapons. Um, and then I feel like I, towards the end, I kept getting some more and I wasn't even comfortable with the weapon until I got, and I got another new weapon. So kind of weird. The biggest problem with this game, though, is the questing and the directional of that questing system. So this is a game where you have to talk to all the NPCs and they give you quests. The problem is, is one, there's so many fucking NPCs. <laughs> Two, there's no like alerts. You know, typical RPG game, they have like a little exclamation point or a oh, question mark. Right. They don't exist, John. So, so you have to talk to everybody. You have to talk to everybody. Oh, and shit. For a new quest and to complete quest, you don't know. And then there is a quest log in the start menu, but it's very vague. It doesn't really you know, tell you what to do. It might say, go search the swamp area. You're like, where the fuck's the swamp area? So you have to go into an area, read a little post sign. It's like, oh, swamp areas to the to the west. Okay, what do I do once I get there? 
So there was this one part um, that I was like way on top of the map. And like, I got, you know, I've explored a lot in a short amount of time, like two hours into this game. And I couldn't progress. I just was completely stuck for like the main story quest. And then I realized that like way down at the southern part of the map is where I was supposed to be, you know, doing another part of a quest. Like they they let you that whole Breath of the Wild vibe a little bit where open world exploration and there's not really a a set guide. The problem was is I I was so restricted. Like I had it all the way back and figure it out and it was a pain in the butt. I was using a guide. And like I was lost mm. with a guide. Like that's how bad it was getting. Wow. Uh, but overall, I mean, some of the good positives were I, I thought the story was a little fun and unique. You know, there's all these different, you know, you're owner of a tavern and every town has like a tavern you can go. And um, some of even the side quests were kind of fun. And I thought they're pretty creative with what they had to do. The upgrades and things like that with the armor. I really liked how they did it. It was very simple. Uh, you could always either upgrade your attack or upgrade your armor, okay. right? So it was like if you found um, like a new armor vest, it wasn't like you had to go equip it. It was like no, your armor got plus two defense, or your armor yes. got plus one I like defense. That. Yeah, it's simple, not over the top. The buttons very simple. The menus, even the map, they had fast travel, which was nice. So there was a lot of positives with it. I just think it was again the directional really fucked me over and, and some of the controls like i was falling off of bridges and into the water a lot because it was just the controls were just off uh most games like this they don't even let you fall off a bridge oh yeah no you could fall into the water and you know the bridge narrow path stuff like that but i mean i rec- i wouldn't not recommend it i think it was good i think it was a good play it's only 10 to 12 hours if you don't get lost like i did i might have put like 13 or 14 but uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Ocean's Heart uh, for the Switch just came out, like I said, maybe two weeks ago. Cool. Yeah, a lot of people were playing this one. I, I'm, I'll I'm. give my review, having watched someone's 25-minute Let's Play. Okay. The, the music, here's my review of the game, having not played it and with no expertise whatsoever. The fucking music. I, I've played so many games like this. It drives me nuts. I don't know when it became a thing, but like I'm looking at this game and it's it's a Zelda like, right? I mean, it's they're, they're going for a different kind of story, but it's Zelda like when you play a Zelda game, it's like, like, you know, like give me some music. The older yeah. games always had better music because they were more energetic. Mm-hmm. And nowadays games have much more bland, neutral, peaceful yeah. music, unless you're in a dungeon or something. And I'm listening to the music of this game and I'm like, I'm like falling asleep. It sounds like a, it sounds like a, like a story of seasons type music. It's like, this is yeah. supposed to be an adventure. I don't know. I, that's one of my, my pet peeves. I don't like it. I will say I, I enjoyed exploring. I thought, I thought the, the, I guess the map design and the, the level designs were, were enjoyable. Um, overall, like I said, it was just, it, it will kind of be, I think, unforgettable. You know, if you're looking for a game like this and you never played Blossom Tales, play blossom tales simple like that that's yes significantly better game than this but this that, was definitely a fun game that is funny yeah if you imme- if you immediately say about a game just play this one you know yep. what i mean <laughs> like how many games do we do that with slay the spire just play slay the spire yeah exactly <laughs> it's just, it's just like yeah this game's fine but just play slay the spire yeah what um, about you cool i played a bunch of games this week um First game that I want to talk about was what I played when I first got my PlayStation, the uh, um, Astro's Playroom, which is a game that comes with the PlayStation and is really 
I had heard it to be a tech demo um, that demonstrates a lot of the controller's uh, special features. And then the PlayStation controller does have a lot of it. Mm. It was a little bit deeper than I expected. It's kind of like a Mario Odyssey type game. There's like these four main zones that you go into and you are trying to find these PlayStation artifacts, which is like 3D renders of, you know, the Vita, the PSP, all the Playstations, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's like four puzzle pieces in each zone that just are like puzzle pieces for the wall. Some graffiti stuff. I didn't really look at it that closely. Um, so if you like collectathons, you get a free one <laughs> to PlayStation. <laughs> I think it took me about five or six hours to get through. So I was, I was surprised by how deep it was. There's um, lots of cool zones. So charming. Um, Astro's a really cute character he like waves at you um, when you don't move the controller for a few seconds and as you're going around these worlds you see these other astro bots sort of reenacting scenes from playstation ip so they're like reenacting uncharted and ghost of tsushima and it's just it's really adorable um i thought i saw some resident evil in there as well um just very delightful um uses the controller a lot um the touchpad, which is something I don't think I ever used on the PS4 ever. Um, the, but the touchpad and all of the haptics that are going on, um, it was great. I, I really enjoyed it. And um, so, of course, I had to try to 100% all the collectibles. Of and course. I did. Um, it was a good time. And uh, yeah, it was a lot deeper than I thought it would be. So, um, yeah, I, I, I can't see why you wouldn't want to try to get everything in that game. Now, how um, long was this? It was about five hours. I you can go through the zones. I mean, you can do probably the whole game in one sitting. Um, You go through the zones and stuff. There's some challenge to it, but overall, it's not hard. Mm -hmm. It's it's really all about revisiting the zones you've been in to try to find all the puzzle pieces. That's the stuff you and I both love um, collect on stuff. So um, I enjoyed that. The first official game that I played on PlayStation was The Walking Dead Season 1. Now, I did a 30 second review on this, and I think I mentioned last week that it was one of the last games I tried on Game Pass. Um, I think they have a few seasons of this on Game Pass. Um, There's a whole bunch of like Walking Dead stuff from Telltale Games um, right at the end of the list. And um, I decided to try it because I had heard good things about it. And, you know, I love a good story game, Drew. Oh, I and well aware. I quite loved it. I played through the first episode. There's five episodes in the season. I played through the first episode and and got like a half hour into the second episode. And around that time, I was thinking of switching to the PlayStation. So I stopped. And I was having some technical glitches. And I had seen in a Let's Play that PlayStation didn't have it. So I was like, I'll just wait. And so, yeah, it was one of the first things I bought once I set up my PlayStation. I bought it. It was on sale. Um, five seasons of The Walking Dead. And this is a game. I think this game came out 2012. This is an old game. A lot of people have played this game. And if you're listening to me, you're like, oh, look at you. You played Walking Dead season one. (laughs) Dude, I loved it. It was great. Um, Clearly, Life is Strange uh, um, picked up on a few things that they did. um, Telltale. And um, it's, it's basically The Walking Dead story, whether it be the comics or the TV show, but they kind of have their own spin on it. Um, you're, you know, the main character is a guy named Lee. I, d- I don't know if he's in the comics. He's he wasn't on the show when I watched the show, um, but different characters. Um, there was the only character in season one that 
there's only two characters from season one that were in the show. And that's Herschel, the guy who owned the farm in season two. And oh, Glenn. Yeah. Oh, season yeah. two is my favorite. Yeah. I love so, that season. And Glenn is in it, but he's only in it for a short time. And okay. uh, But that's it. All the other characters were new characters. Um, even Herschel's kids were different characters. Um, but man, it was so good. I can't think of a single moment through all five episodes where I was like bored. Um, there was like lots of big major events that were always coming. It never, it never was dragging. Um, it had really good endings to each episode and it even wrapped up really well. So I'm super excited. And because I played the first episode on Xbox, um, and then replayed the first episode on the PlayStation, um, I got to try different. You should, oh, when you play these games, you always do different things to see how the story changes. Mm. I was kind of under the impression that this game could have some major story changes based on decisions, but I don't think so. But there was one there's like in the first episode, there is a situation where there's two characters that are in danger and you can only save one. This actually happens twice in the first episode. I tried saving the other person the first time and it didn't matter. No matter who you try to save, the same character dies and the same character survives. Huh. So that's kind of lame, but it changes the story a little bit and it does have yeah. effects down the road. This situation comes up again. And the character that you choose to save um, will actually stay for quite a while. Okay. So it, it has actually a bigger difference. Um, but as with all of these games, there's no way they can change the entire story around a decision. Yeah, so no, it's usually going to be minor in some way. Um, but yeah, I, I really want to play through this again. Uh, but what I'm going to do is probably play a season every now and again. So I'm I'm excited for season two. I'm really excited to play season two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love this. And I'm going to play them multiple times. Um, really, I really recommend this. And if you have Game Pass, play through. They have the whole season one. I think they have the whole season one and season two. How many is, is episodes you said? Per There's season? five episodes each season. Five. How long is There's a season one, a season two, a season three. And then there's a Michonne um, oh, season. Okay. And I think there's a final season, which was right before Telltale shut down. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how much they connect, but I get the impression season two is a direct continuation of season one. Gotcha. Um, I totally recommend it. And it was like 25 bucks on uh, the PlayStation store for all of the seasons. Um, totally recommend it. It was great. And if you like the show, you'll love this. So um, definitely recommend it. Uh, the big game I played this week, of course, is Horizon Forbidden West. I've been doing some videos for the Nintendo dads on this. I watched one of them uh, this evening while I was eating dinner. There you go. Like, see, I'm inter- like, I like that I'm entertaining you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was a big reason why I was I decided to push for the PlayStation 5 last weekend because I wanted to kind of take part in this day one. And oh, man, Drew, this game's so fucking good. Um, it's hard to describe. I don't remember who I was talking to, but sometimes a game can be just so freaking good, but it's not that it changes the world. Um, if you played horizon zero dawn, this game is basically horizon zero dawn with a few quality of life improvements and a new story. And I would say better motion capture. That's it. It's a bigger world. That's it. 
but it's just great. I mean, the, the game is just great. Um, yeah, there's a few definite improvements over the first one. The biggest one to me, as far as I know, because I kind of sucked at the first game, is that um, when you pick up items and you're and you're um, you fill up your inventory um, instead of just, you know, OK, you can't pick this up. It filled up your inventory. It'll actually go to a stash. Um, and these are chests found around the world. And you can go to those chests and oh. just restock. So, That's for example, um, you pick these flowers. That's kind of like your main health in the game. And then you can have like up to 10 when you start. And then generally in the first game, you were limited. Like, okay, once you have 10, that's it. That's all you can have is 10. You can't be having 100 or whatever. Yeah. But if you tried to pick up another one, you just couldn't. Um, in this game, it goes to a stash. And I like so that. I am just obsessively picking up health. I have like, oh, it's I'll send it to my stash. And I have 180 of them in there. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like, I love it. I don't think that was in the first game. Like I said, I sucked at the first game. So maybe I'm totally wrong. But um, so that's really nice. Fast traveling. Um, you used to have to use a fast travel kit for most of the game to fast oh, travel. And I never perfect. used them. Um, I couldn't find them. You had to buy them. Or you had to make them. And I sucked. I was I was not doing extra stuff in this game. Any campfire, you can fast travel to another campfire. Um, so you can't fast travel from anywhere. But you can fast travel from a campfire and there's tons of campfires. Yeah. Um, so you just have to go to one and then you can go anywhere you want. So that's great. And you and you don't have to use a kit. Um, you can use a kit. I haven't done it yet, but I think you can use a kit and fast travel from anywhere. With to the kit. Right. Yeah. To gotcha. a campfire with the kit. But mm -hmm. if you, you can do it for free, if you go to a campfire first and then fast travel. Gotcha. But if you're not near uh, one and you want to heal or whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Exactly. The the animations seem to be really good. I think the motion capture is much better. I find Aloy, who's a, a very likable character. Um, she's way more funny in this one. She's very snarky. Um, I love her characterization. It was mo-capped by the voice actress. And yeah, I really enjoy the character more in this game. Um, a lot of times when you're talking to characters, um, she was just very like straight laced talking, maybe some eye expression, but that's it. Now she's like moving her body more, looking around while she's talking, expressing with her hands, that sort of thing. Um, so just really enjoyable. And I mean, this is just a, a big, it's an open world adventure with a main quest and a ton of side quests. And everyone plays these games differently. Yep. I kind of wanted to talk to you about this, Drew, but there's a lot of people who play these big open world games and they never get to the end of the game. I, I know multiple people who've played hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of like Skyrim and they've mm. never finished the main quest of the game. I never finished Skyrim. Right, exactly. And, and you played tons of hours, right? I, I played a lot, not not a, like maybe 25. I, I don't think I oh, like okay. was. All right, that's was, No, I, I, you know what it was though? I just, I didn't think it was a good port. To be honest, to the oh, Switch. Oh, really? On the Switch? Yeah. Oh, it was I a great know. port. I thought it's just an old game, right? It was oh. an old game on a new yeah. system. I, I think it showed it, especially around that time, right? You're playing Breath of the Wild, The Witcher. Oh, yeah. I, I, I just, I didn't, you know, it, you know but, the, but this game, you know, you talk about Horizon like this. This is, this was the types of games that get me excited. As you know, I'm, I'm a huge open world guy as well. Specifically, mm -hmm. I love the exploration of, of the world. That's I love to see the different types of world they, they you know, develop and, and create so just watching your um 
you know, I watched your, your 25 minutes of that, the video. I was like, oh, this is, it's a school, you know, it made me, because I've been, I've been mm-hmm. need of a game, John. I, I, I'm kind of in the need for an open world game because I have it a good month or more. So if you think about it, right, we got Mario Kart. That's not going to be like a permanent game for every day, right? right? You, you're going to have Kirby, which again, I'm probably going to maybe play with the family. So like, what do I really have in the next month and a half? That's going to be like my nightly game. I need a long game and you know i hate to say it but maybe the witcher's calling my name john (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say there's not a ton of big open world games on the switch no it's basically skyrim breath of the wild witcher you know um i don't know what else there might be but um yeah the you know the and the the other big thing about this game is that the reason why it's so good even though it's not going to change the world is that it combines the open world with interesting side quests. I don't think side quests will ever be as interesting as like the Witcher, but the side quests are pretty interesting and the combat is so good. And I sucked at the combat in the first game. Um, I never upgraded my weapons. And then, so every, every one of these monsters was like a final boss in a game. I sucked. Mm. And in this game, because of that, I'm just playing, so many side quests early on in this game because I'm trying to con like if I got, if I come by like a pasture of these little Dinobot things, I go and I kill them all because I just need that practice. I want to get good at the battle oh, now. Pretty good in that video. Yeah, I was kicking. I was kicking some butt there. Nice. I've gotten a really better feel of the combat. So, so in that video, right, you're and I know people may not have seen it, but the, the there was your the, style of play was very ranged bow and arrow style. Is yes. that kind of the way the game drives you to? Or is that your choice of combat? That's it's it, it's her primary attack. She's a prime. Okay. It, it's much like Tomb Raider. She's okay. primarily bow and arrow. She does have a spear. And I think you would be encouraged to use the spear to try to save on arrows. But there is so much wood in the game and making arrows is so quick and plentiful that Mm -hmm. you really don't have to worry about losing arrows. I've played other games where it's like, uh, I'm just gonna use my spear because it's unlimited. It doesn't break, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but this game, yeah, it's, it's mostly shooting different types of arrows and that's what makes the combat fun because you have to attack these monsters, hit their defensive points, break their armor and then take them down. And when you are powerful enough, like when you have a decent enough power, which I do right now, you know, you kind of like shoot a couple arrows, knock some armor off, you know, hit them and they maybe come at them with a spear. It has a much better flow. Whereas the Mm -hmm. first time I played this game, I was like, oh, God, it like take 20 arrows to take one down. I really wasn't going after their armor very well. I just have a Mm -hmm. much better feel for combat in this game. And I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm doing tons of side quests. And I'm just I'm trying to make sure that after a while, I'll just advance the story a little bit more. I don't want to be one of those people that's trying to 100 percent it right off the bat. I do want to keep mm-hmm. the main story going because that leads you to opening up the map. Um, I definitely want to roll credits at some point, you know, maybe in a couple weeks. Um, but I'm going to be playing this for <laughs> quite a while. It's it's very good. Um, mm. So that's uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Um and then just real quick on the switch, I finally got to playing Tetris Effect Connected. You and I have been the same. We're both like struggling to find a game right now. Mm. And I'm waiting for triangle strategy. So my wait time is less than two weeks. But um, mm. I had bought Tetris Effect Connected when I got the OLED. It was on sale and I finally got to playing it. 
and I really loved it. Um, I played it a bit on Game Pass and kind of got like a third of the way through and stopped. Um, if you have an OLED, play it on the OLED, um, sit in a nice chair in a dark room. I only played this game at night, Drew, and put some headphones on and just chill and relax and play. It's fun. It's not hard. Mm -hmm. Um, I finished up the campaign and then I started doing the multiplayer and that's, that's where it broke down a little bit. The multiplayer modes are fun, but right now it is really hard to get matchups. There's just not a lot of people playing this on switch right now. Um, I kind of regret not playing this when it first came out. Um, so I'll sit there for sometimes minutes waiting for uh, Mm -hmm. a match. Um, so I've kind of dropped off this because even though that's fun, I just don't want to sit around for minutes at a time waiting for yeah, a no, that's not fun. Yeah. So that's what I've been playing. Nice. It's chit chat time. All right, Drew. Totally non-controversial topic to talk about here. Totally. I've been wanting to talk to you about this for a while. Yes. Um, Wii U and the 3DS shops are going to be closing. There has been a lot of social mm. media uh anger <laughs> um there has been some uh nice healthy good fun debates even in our own community about this mm-hmm. um here's the timeline here uh may 23rd of 2022 what is that a few months from now um you will no longer be able to fund your wii u or 3ds shop account with a credit card august 29th you will no longer be able to use um uh, Nintendo eShop card mm-hmm. to fund your account. So once August 29th hits, whatever money you have in the shop, that's it. That's 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 the money you have to play with. Yep. And then they didn't give an exact date yet, but late March 2023. So we're talking 13 months from now. Mm-hmm. You will not be able to purchase or get any free games anymore from the Wii U and 3DS shop. Now, from that point on, they, they said after late March 2023 and for the foreseeable future, it is still possible to re-download games and DLC, receive software updates, and enjoy online play on the Wii U and Nintendo 3S. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like that is not going to go away for probably at least, at least another couple of years. Mm. But if there's a game that you want on the 3DS, you need to buy it before March 2023. And if you need to put money in your account, you better fund it. Probably mm. by May. Um, what do you think about this? How, how does this make you feel? I have a lot of feelings. Some that you may not like. Um, so here's my first question. And I think I know 99% of 99% positive on, on the answers to all these questions. But they're rhetorical. I'm going to ask them anyway. First question for you, John. Who the fuck is still buying games for these systems? I know. Right. That's my first question. Who is actually buying them? Like, I would love to see a weekly report of games purchased <laughs> on the Wii U. And th- it's it's got to be like single digits. Like, it's got to be small. It it is clearly not many people because if Nintendo was selling lots of stuff on the why eShop, would they do it? They wouldn't be closing this down. Yes. Correct. Now now here's where the 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 the, the internet panic pisses me off. Right. You just read through the timeline. They're giving you <laughs> a year to, to to buy these games. So one, nobody's fucking buying them. Two, you can still buy them today. You can log on to your Wii U or your 3DS and buy the games. Yeah. Right? They're right there. 
Here's my third point. Once you do that, you have them forever. Yep. So what the fuck is the problem here? <laughs> I I don't get it. I I agree. I wonder I wonder what kind of sales are going on. I mean, I don't know if they're just periodic or not. I hope that this leads a lot of publishers to putting deep discounts on their games, knowing that this you're ever since the switch came out in 2017, nobody's even played the three DS except for maybe Metroid, that Metroid game that came out Samus Returns, yeah, Right. I, yeah. That was the I, only I time can, everybody was playing their three DS. Correct. I, I can guarantee you. And, and again, I'm not, I'm not a business, you know, major one-on-one, but I did guarantee you when a company or a developer creates a game, and puts it out on any platform, mm-hmm. they have a return of investment, right? Their return of investment, I guarantee you, has like a shelf date or an end life of like two to maybe four years. I, I, I'd have to guess. They're, they're not going to say, this game's going to take us seven years to make our money back. They would never have made that game. They're probably hoping they make their money back in six months, right? But Maybe launch day, yeah. Maybe launch day, you know, for, but maybe the smaller companies, you know, Ocean Heart, stuff like that, that, you know, if we make our money back in six months or 12 months, that's okay, you know? But my point is there is that every dollar and cent these, these smaller companies are making or whoever, like, this is just bonus money, and they're probably not even making any more money off of it. Nintendo is providing this service essentially for free, right? Because they're, they're who's paying them for it? No one's downloading the games, right? So... I can't, they're not getting any cut of profit from these third party developers. They're not developers. making a lot of money now. Yeah. So it's just, it seems like a no brainer. I mean, I think, I think you have a, a great closing question here on, on to wrap it all in together and more conversation, right? Is what does this mean for digital purchasing, right? And I think this is the first time in today's society that we're starting to understand the impact of what a digital purchase means, right? Mm-hmm. I think we all understood up front what a digital purchase meant, right? You don't, you don't have a, a tangible item that you purchase, right? I think that's where the whole thing with digital movies started, right? In digital video gaming. Now, I think we all understood that up front, right? I, I, I truly do. I think there was very clear message up front. You're not getting anything. This is a digital media that you now own. Right. Um, but now it's starting to understand a little bit. Well, what if you don't have that hardware to play your digital media? Mm-hmm. And I think that comes now a little bit of a question of what happens now, right? What, what does that mean for the future? Now you can't buy them. You can't re-download them. That gets tricky. I mean, I've always been a one-console guy system, so maybe I'm closed-minded on this thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go back and play these fucking games. They were great memories in my life. I'm, I'm all set. I'm good. Yeah. How's Paper Mario and Thousand Year Door going? It's fantastic because I didn't fucking <laughs> buy it digital. <laughs> Right? I, 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 I agree with you for the most part. I think um, what's interesting about uh, 3DS and Wii U, it really the first time, not the first time, I guess, the Wii was kind of the first time people bought digitally. I was really not into indie games during the Wii era or the Wii U era. I think the 3DS is when I started downloading some, some digital indie games. And I know the okay. AVGN game and that sort of stuff. Um I feel like there's a lot of panic in the community. And we saw this with the PlayStation. People don't talk about the Vita. And then they said they're going to shut down the Vita store and everyone shit a brick. And it's like, look, let's be honest. Every, everybody who loves video games right now probably has a podcast and they're probably streaming and, and all that jazz. There's a lot of us. 
it is a community of hyperbole. We take everything. I've I've seen so many tweets this week of people like dying over Aloy and Horizon Forbidden West and dying about Elden Ring and all that. We like to talk in hyperbole. Oh my God. It's like, oh, I love this person, you know, whatever. It gets really annoying. They're video games, right? Like we have fun with them, but let's let's tone it down. They're video games. And what happens is somebody says, oh, the Vita store is shutting down. And all of a sudden, everything went crazy. Everybody wanted to buy Vita stuff. I took the time to yeah. sell my Vita physical games and I got a bunch of money for them because everyone was like panicking. If you don't own the game on 3DS and I granted you might not have gotten the 3DS back in what 2011 when it came out. I understand not everyone had it. There's kids today that maybe just got out of 3DS for Christmas, a used one from their uncle. I understand. But if you don't have it, if you don't have the game right now, and let's say there's no physical version available for it, it's not the end of your world if you lose the opportunity to download that game. You're not going to have like the it's going to be the worst thing in your life. It's going to be fine. There's there's no game out there that like is the must play 3ds game that is only available digitally. Like it says like Rusty's real deal baseball. You know, I, yeah. I've heard a lot of people talk about that game. The game sucked. Okay. Like yeah. let's not freak out about it. Pushmo. Pushmo was fine. It's you're not, it's not going to be the end of the world. And if these games are really, really popular and sold well, then, you know, the, let's, let's see the publishers of these games give deep discounts so people can get them before it closes. Mm. If you're selling a $40 game on 3DS and you know that realistically you have maybe a few months of people who can prepare to buy your game, give it a 75% discount. Honestly, the, this is the best thing Nintendo could have done. They have now told you you've got yeah. three months. You've got three months to get these games. And now everyone I've seen so many podcasts this week are opening up their 3DSs, going to the store, looking for Hi, stuff and recommending things. You know this is the time. It's fucking genius. It's Nintendo's going to make millions of dollars over the next three months. And no one's even going to play the games. Yeah. Like they're going to go buy these games. We have to buy them because they're going off the shelf. And then they're going to buy them. It's, it's like it's like the fucking Count Chocula cereal. Only comes out during Halloween. Genius. Because <laughs> it's it. not even good cereal. But it comes out it's during Halloween. Pretty good. It's 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 not bad. It's marketing. <laughs> it's what Nintendo does well. And they're doing it well here. Right? Nintendo owes us nothing. They can delete every digital library of their entire franchises. Mm-hmm. They don't owe us that. You know, I I've heard on the podcast, like you said, compare this to how come Netflix can figure this out? How come they can get rights to all these other movies and old movies and get them digitalized? Don't get me started. Well, I'll tell you what, movies and media, that is a billion-dollar business. We're talking about a billion-dollar business here. It, it It's different, right? When you're talking about billions mm. and billions of dollars that go into movies nowadays. No, no, Drew, this is no. It's, it's so, so, you, it, it's a different scale. No, do you want to know the difference? That, that's, no, you want to know the difference? First of all, Netflix doesn't have every movie digitally, Correct. right? But, Especially new movies that come out. They don't have them digitally. 
And they're the Netflix originals, right? They have to still buy the rights to non-produced Netflix movies. And if you want to see a movie, you generally have to go, is it on Netflix? Is it on Amazon? Is it on Hulu? Is it, where is it? Where can I find it? Here's where it's different. Movies have appeared in the same format on the same size screen, basically for a hundred years. You can take Casablanca and you can put it on Netflix. There's no interactivity. It's the same thing. And sometimes the older movies have different, you know, black bars and whatever. Oh, 100%. But that's I agree. fine. We can do it. Nintendo games that are on the eShop can't just be dropped onto a Switch. No, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Even games on GameCube, right? The controllers are different. There's different capabilities going on. You can't just take these games and plop them somewhere else. Yeah, so so yeah, movies, movies can do it, but like. Look, Pushmo was designed for the 3DS and even with the 3D, the 3D switch on the 3DS, that game was designed to take advantage of 3D. They can throw it on the switch, but like they can't put the 3DS version on the switch. You can't do it. So and and then and then you're getting into a development cost of it's not worth it. Right. Oh, yeah. No. I, I think we're push on the same page. over. Yeah, I, th- I think I think we're on the same page. I I don't get the the problem that the, the internet's on fire is they're giving <laughs> you time to do it. I, I it, they're yeah. not saying you can't buy them anymore. If you're if you're mad about it, go buy go spend hundreds of dollars right. and buy the games you want and download right. them and you'll have them forever. Yes, yeah, you know, yeah, and, know. and 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 some of these games will come back. Um, I can't remember who it was is it Marty or whatever mentioned. Um, Dual Destinies on the 3DS. The uh, it's a Phoenix Wright game, Ace Attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, that game will get a re-release. They've been re-releasing all of the Ace Attorney games. I mean, they'll they'll re-release that one. They'll take advantage of it right away. Um, you know, but like, yeah, some people who come in late, some people who were like babies when the 3DS came out, yeah, maybe they want to go back and play some of these games. But you know what? This is going to happen all the time. There's just going to be games that you just never got. I can't play some of the Virtual Boy yeah. games because they're four hundred dollars. John, there's you know? so many games coming out nowadays right. that are that are great. Like, we don't have infinite amount of time. Just play the new games. Yeah. You know, if you have a couple of favorite retro games, I'm playing Thousand Year Door. It is right. what it is. If, if if my disc that I own snaps tomorrow, I'll be sad. I'll be upset. I'll lose some memories. But that's it. Never playing that game again. It's gone. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it is what it is. Yeah. It, it's just we got to move on. we got to move on. There, there's so many new games. There's so many new consoles. Just fucking move on, people. I want I want to know what percentage of people got, like, opened up their 3DS for the first time in four years so they can serve their outrage over some game that they didn't play, not being available anymore, bought it, started playing it, and, got, and went, ah, oh, shit, the resolution on the 3DS sucks, <laughs> and then just stopped playing. It's exactly like I said. Everyone wants Game Boy Advance games on the Switch. <laughs> I'm telling you, you don't want them once they're there. Yeah. Um, but anyways, this, th- th- what they did do is they shared a link, right, John? Let's we'll do this really quick. Oh uh, yeah. Of the memories of, of Wii U and 3DS and our playtime and our top choices and 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 my shocking results are going to probably mimic what I've been saying all this time <laughs> because. Um, Why don't you kick us in- off with your? Uh, let's. What do you want to talk about first? You pitch. All right, you kick us off with the Wii U because my Wii U is shit. But I mean, both of mine are shit. So <laughs> the Wii U, apparently I didn't play a lot of video games this time in my life. I was a busy man, you know, getting married, making babies. Um, 
<laughs> the Wii U total play time was 471 hours. Wow. Over 31 titles. Wow. Uh, being Hyrule Warriors, I am a diehard fan, apparently, is being my top game played. Um, followed by Paper Mario Color Splash. I enjoyed that one. I and love Legend that of one. Zelda Wind Waker HD. Um, Darksiders 2 made my number two action and adventure list game. Wow, you were playing that on the Wii U. Darksiders 2. That's where I fell wow. in love with this. Then I went back. Um, some of my most memorable games were were fun ones here. Let me see. They were had... Uh, <laughs> in, uh, what was the um, Disney um, Infinity? What was it called? Oh, yeah. Disney. Yeah. Disney Infinity. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X. That was the one with the, the maps. That was not bad. I never played that. Splatoon. Mm-hmm. There was a fun a fun indie game. I think it's on the Switch now called Unepic. It was like a Metroidvania side scroller RPG game. It was it was unique. Uh but I enjoyed that. I remember I don't know why I have a vivid memory about that game. And then of course, uh Zombie U. Oh, I love that. I love Zombie U. Zombie U. So that was yeah. a, a bunch of good ones. My my Wii U numbers are are so fucked. I it says sixteen hundred and sixty seven hours. I totally did not play that many hours. <laughs> Maybe um, stole some from me. I think this was the generation where I got my. I always get the PlayStation after the Nintendo. I think I got the PlayStation Four pretty soon after the Wii U because there just wasn't a lot to play. Um, Sixty two titles total played, but my hours are totally broken. It says my top game was two hundred hours of Super Mario Maker. I guarantee you that was Sebastian. Sebastian yeah. played the <laughs> hell out of that game. Here's how you know it's broken. 162 hours of Minecraft Wii U edition. Good I, Lord. I played not one minute of it. Um, and Super Mario 3D World. So I think this is just my son taking over the Wii U. Um, mm. In terms of favorite genres, though, talking about action games, Kung Fu Rabbit and Thomas Was Alone. Those were, I told you, this was sort of the era when I started getting some of these indie games and, and downloadable games. Mm. Um, but I remember Kung Fu Rabbit was a game that we got because I was desperate to play Super Meat Boy. I saw Super Meat Boy trailers and I was like, I need to play Super Meat Boy. But it didn't come to the Wii U until like right after I finally got like a used Xbox 360. So Kung Fu Rabbit was trying to basically be Super Meat Boy. Um, it did. It paled in comparison. Um, but yeah, the only other game that was on here that I know I did play was Typo Man. It was a pretty interesting game. One of those side-scrolling adventures that really you're just going to play one time. Um, mm-hmm. But it was it was pretty creative. But yeah, I think these numbers are just off for me. Um, mm-hmm. Also, how come the screen with the My Memories for Wii U shows the white Wii U? That one, that one got like ceased like six months. Yeah, in. and like Agreed. it's pretty rare today. I don't know why they're showing the white one. Um, uh, but I'll do my 3DS numbers first. Yeah, go ahead. 1146 hours of 3ds 78 titles played my number one 3ds game bravely default 85 hours fire emblem fates conquest 69 hours (laughs) which feels like maybe that was a byproduct of being in sleep mode or something i did play that game and love that game i don't think i played Mm -hmm. 69 hours nice um, and then third, and this is one of my favorite 3DS games, Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes. Fucking yeah. love Triforce On my Heroes. list. Me too. Yeah, 57 hours. So I, um, that one's accurate for sure. I, I, I really hope they port that to the Switch because 
Uh, me and a couple friends tried to play that game a couple years ago. Like I wanted to play through it again. And the online was so slow. I don't know oh, if they were yeah. like just not paying their cloud bill or something. Um, I'd love to see that get a remaster for the Switch just to get people online to play it. Mm. Um, yeah, and then like uh, I play, you know, some of my favorite genres. I see Metopia, uh, Metroid Fusion, which I don't really recall playing on my 3DS. Um, Pokemon Alpha Sapphire, I played a bunch. So. Mm. It's my hours there. Definitely. I love the 3DS. At the time I had my 3DS going, it was like, I think my favorite console of all time. Interesting. Yeah. Um, well, funny you say that, John, because I actually was not really a fan of the 3DS. Um, mm. in general. I don't know. There's something about it. I, I think it cramped my hands. I just, I wasn't at that time really big into handheld game. And frankly, because I didn't really have kids yet either. Right. So I mean, I'd rather play on the TV, but, um, 195 hours which again i don't think wow that, I, I honestly don't think that's right because and i don't even think they did mario golf's not even listed on my my um anywhere you think too low too low i think it's a little too low i mean okay. I, I didn't play it a lot but I, that seems very low it says 40 titles um but Ocarina of time is my number one it says followed by triforce heroes is number two and then mario and luigi dream team at number three uh yeah, I mean, action, again, focused a lot on the action type style between Dream Team, Paper Mario, Stitcher, Star, which sucked, uh, Triforce Heroes. <laughs> yes. Actually, oh, Mario Golf World Tour is on my multiplayer list. Oh, okay. Yeah, some of the some of the little genre categories got a little messed up on this one, for sure. So, I mean, I, I think this is pretty cool to see. Uh, but yeah, I don't, again, I don't know how accurate it is, but it's, it's whatever. Yeah. It, it, you know what? I did like even just going through the bottom most memorable games, it kind of just lists every game that you played and just like, oh, yeah, you know what? That is a good memory type thing. Yeah, I do remember that game. So I thought that was kind of unique and cool. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm glad. Like, I like you. I think a lot of it got messed up. Um, yep. but it was fun to see. So yeah, I think in the end, we both kind of agree look it's not the end of the world um we're all playing switch and new systems now like don't don't sweat it it's fine mm -hmm. um the best games either have a physical version or they'll make their way back don't don't sweat it uh. okay uh you want to talk about some of these mario tracks that are coming out march 18th i believe yeah that's not too far away right no. um yeah, what I, what I want to talk about a little bit is I think it's unique because of the courses, right? So we did, we did eight courses. Uh, what I found interesting is six of them are all on a handheld device, right? Mm. Because I think a lot of those ones are people played them, don't get me wrong, but I think those are the ones that aren't being played as much, which I find interesting, right? Those are the ones that you want because it's trying to feel like a new new course yeah, to you because they were uh, low res and all that exactly and, yeah. and three of them are from the 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 phone game Mario, Mario yeah Kart 4. they're gonna be new to me <laughs> i i played it but not i didn't last long i i didn't really it wasn't engaging uh so yeah paris uh promenade is, is one of them toad circuit from the 3ds i'm trying to remember that one when you get into like the circuit I and toads I, I don't really remember that one yeah Taco mountain obviously we have that one on the yeah NFL. we just played that so we remember that one, but that was that one looked fantastic, um, mm -hmm. graphic wise. Because yeah, we just played that on N sixty four, and it's like, wow, this is really drab. Like, it's yeah, very uninspiring. Tokyo Blur, uh, that's another tour one. Uh, Ninja Hideaway, I I don't know anything about these games, so I'm excited to see them. Sky Garden, 
on GBA. Now, this one, don't we already have something similar to this one? I think so. Um, I was confused when I saw this one. What's the one that's already in the clouds and it goes on the air? I'm looking at it. It seems similar. I'm going to assume it's a kind of game. But yeah, it looks like the the same one that's already in Mario Kart 8. So Mm. I assume it's not. But it does have a similar look. Maybe it was inspired. Um, Yeah, yeah, the GBA. I I really did not play the GBA game. So if this was only on GBA, then cool. Yeah, I don't remember that. Curious. Now, Coconut Mall on the Wii is like one of my favorite Absolutely. courses. I, yeah. This is that's that's well played there. It's so much fun. And then the last one, Shroom Ridge on the DS. This is another fun one. This is like kind of like on the side of a mountain, like Pacific Coast Highway. Uh, there's cars <laughs> going by. There's little bridges you go over. This one's pretty fun. I do remember this one. I have to look at this one again, but I, I played the heck out of the 3DS version. Mm and i don't really recall i think i have to i think i know what this one is but I, unless it's not what i'm thinking of but i i believe that's what i'm thinking of yeah yeah and then what do you what did, what's your take on the uh the names of the cups what are they the golden dash cup right with the the golden mushroom little weak right. and then uh what's the other one lucky here? cat which I'm, is the cat bell. I'm right? totally fine with it. I mean, like, it's look, there's fine. like there's so many cups and they've used all the obvious mushroom and all that. They're going <laughs> to yeah. have to get a little creative. Nobody's nobody's really going to care. I think it's kind of cute. The lucky cat. Yeah, I I'm looking it's forward fine. to it. And some of the like we've seen some of the levels, especially ones from tour, look like they have a certain art style that doesn't isn't going to match necessarily mm. um, what's on Mario Kart 8. But and I've seen some people just go kind of like crazy over it. And it's like, dude, they're going to do great. It's it's Mario Kart. It's going to look fine. If they're going to be overwhelmed with this, they're doing 48 courses. And I know they're trying to justify the cost of the DLC, but it, if it was really overwhelming to them, they they could charge the same amount for way less courses. Um, it's going to be fine. Just relax. It's going to be fine. They're not going to fuck up Mario Kart. Now, the ultimate question, do you think we'll be getting anything else from what they've already showed? Like, do you think we'll see yes. characters? Yes. How do you not? Right. I can't. I mean, again, I'm not an IT guy. But I can't imagine that's a huge it's not a balancing thing, right? All the characters are pretty much the same, right? They have the lightweight, medium class. It's so I think they can make we, the characters have the same levels as any other character. We just want to see different models. That's all yeah, we, we, don't, about. we don't even need more cart pieces or anything. I just, yeah. again, we just want another model of a character. I agree. Yeah, I think we'll see it. I just think they didn't want to guarantee it. Who knows? Maybe they won't. But I mean, remember when, remember when Super Smash Brothers got announced for Switch? The guy said, uh, Sakurai said, like, there's not, there's so many characters. There's not going to be a lot of new characters. And yep. then they immediately announced a whole bunch of them and all that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I think we'll get a, a character, maybe not right away, um, but you know, wave two, wave three, or something. We'll get some characters. Yep. Very cool. I can't wait for it. Me um, too. We're gonna do some. We're gonna schedule some Mario Kart twelve player action uh, yeah. when the first wave comes out. And I think I want to do like every night that the new Mario Kart courses come out. Dad's Discord. Let's go twelve players. Agreed. Let's friend up. Um, yep, I 100% agree. And I think we'll fill it up too. I cannot wait. I'll probably start playing Mario Kart the week before and just get back into it. I think I have the next day out of work, the 19th. So, oh yeah, right. Oh yeah. Is, uh, oh no, the 19th is Saturday. I have the 18th. I don't know. I have that Friday. You've off. got so much PTO, you can just take it off. Yeah, but... yeah. All right. Um, we have a bunch of questions, but right before we go to the questions, real quick, Drew, because we didn't talk about it. Um, what'd you think of the Super Bowl commercials? What'd you think about the halftime show? What was your, um, I mean, I assume you thought, I mean, the game was pretty boring until the last few minutes. 
even though it was pretty close throughout, I thought it was a pretty boring game. It was fine. I don't, I don't know if I'd say it was boring. I don't know if it was entertaining, but I think it was just an average, fine football game. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the whole, like I said, going into the night, not really having, you know, I obviously bet on the game, so not really having, you know, like someone I really cared who won. It was, right. it was fun. It was good. You know, I had my Super Bowl squares. I had some prop bets. So it was it was just like a, it was a so fun night. All your entertainment was just the gambling part. But you're right. Oh, there yeah. was no Brady. There was no Manning. There was no really compelling storyline. It was just a couple good teams that have had a couple really good yeah. playoff runs. You know, I, 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 I sold it up. I got my kids to watch the football. My son was so into it. Like, Dad, which team are we rooting for? I'm like, yeah, football. <laughs> and then, um, you know, my wife was, was into it because she wanted to watch the halftime show. So, and that was it was fine it was good i don't mm-hmm. think it was amazing i don't think it was bad i i was nervous it was gonna be terrible to be honest the halftime show yeah i was a little nervous with it with, with oh. all the people they were trying to do and you know most of them aren't even performing anymore i was just like how good will it be but it was it was good i mean definitely people mm-hmm. our age i think the younger people aren't gonna get it i think the older people like my mom is, is just gonna say God, I'm not watching this. So I, think it, I, think <laughs> I loved watching is. videos of older people, <laughs> like totally unenthusiastic about it. But yeah, so it's I, like you know, sometimes we, they've gotten Paul McCartney. You know, like everyone, yeah. every, you, you look. You know, I mean, look, rap and hip hop is not my favorite genre, but mm. I, I like Eminem. I like I the songs that they did were all even if you weren't into rap music, hip hop music or whatever, you've heard these songs. So that mm. was really cool. And I, I just kind of love, they went back and forth between them. Um, I didn't know, I didn't recognize 50 cent. I was like, who is that? Yeah. Like I had to see it after. And I was like, Oh, I should have known that he had the big 50 chain on. Yeah. Um, but even, I even, I recognized the song he was singing. Yeah. Um, I thought it was great. I I'm Eminem doing lose yourself and just having uh, the music hit the whole stadium was had to epic. be really cool. I did feel like what's the other guy's name? Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. I, I feel like he didn't fit. Right. He even did his like own him. little performance. Like he didn't even, mm-hmm. you know, interact with, you know, the other people. Mm hmm. I thought it was weird. I, I feel like he shouldn't have been part of it. It's going to happen. But what? Why? There was like a bunch of like it was like. Eminem characters sort of coming out of boxes that said Dre. I can't remember what they said, but like Dre Day on them. Well, I and it was just I don't know. I was just my wife about this because supposedly Dr. Dre and again, mm-hmm. I might butcher this, but Dr. Dre found Eminem. He, he, he found, found all he found her correct. So I right. think it was all kind of a tribute to Dr. Dre. Right? I think that was what the point of it was. I think I had heard that Mary J. Blige is the only one that was there that he didn't discover correct and yeah. by the way she grew up in yonkers new york which is where i grew up so uh yeah. mary j blige has always been like someone um but yeah i but it was still weird i don't know he's like in the middle of those boxes and i don't know i was confused i didn't like the song I said, he was uh, all he was doing his own show it was just yeah, weird yeah yeah Should've went without him yeah but it was good i i thought yeah, it was good it was fine. I, it was good. I, 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 I actually it. that's the first time i watched a halftime show again on youtube oh, wow. like later that night so um at first, I was like, I hate this house concept thing, but then I, it really grew on me. Yeah, they're like climbing up and down the stairs yeah, and all that. Yep. Yeah. What did you think of the uh, commercials? Um, they were fine. I mean, there was some some laugh laugh out loud in the moment <laughs> thing. I don't know. <laughs> True. Eh, they were fine. You literally put this in the show notes. I did didn't you? put this in. Oh, did, did I, I put I? this in? Oh, I think you I put, put it in. Sorry. In. 
You put this in. There's there's none that I even really remember of like, oh, that was great. I mean, there's like I said, my daughter enjoyed them. I remember <laughs> that. But yeah, I don't know. The one um um I literally I was recording the previous show. That's right. All the way through until Odell Beckham's first touchdown pass. I was just literally I had the Super Bowl on mute while I was recording because I just didn't care enough. Um, so uh-huh. I missed I missed a lot of the earlier commercials I've had to come back to. But the Arnold Schwarzenegger one with um, Salma Hayek I'm, with Zeus. Drew, is Salma Hayek ever going to not be hot as hell? I mean, like, my yeah. God, I, my yeah, God, I some I, I don't disagree on that. I unreal. Um, oh, Anna Larry, Larry made David an appearance. One. What's that? Anna Kendrick made an appearance. I know. <laughs> I forgot. That's right. We were posted in the Discord. It was like, oh, here you go, Anna Kendrick commercial. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Larry David commercial, I think, was the funniest. Which um, one was that? That was the one where he's like going through time, and he's like the light bulb. Eh, not a great idea. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's too bad it was a crypto commercial, um, but it was a funny commercial. Speaking of the crypto one, how about the one that had the toad? Oh, my God. On, you stand it, didn't you? No, I did not. I did. Yeah. How did you not? Because I was like, what is this? I'm not going to do this. I was hoping it was like a naked chick or something. It, of course it wasn't going to be a naked chick. <laughs> there was a were... lot of crypto ads. Yeah. What's up with that? I, I don't you know. What? I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't know. I, my favorite commercial by far, though is the Sopranos commercial with Meadow Soprano driving, basically reenacting the intro to the Sopranos. Did I miss Um, that one? I mean, it's like, I mean, you watch the Sopranos like, right? Yeah. Uh, No. Oh, you didn't watch the Sopranos. Oh, okay. I, I, I never watched it from start to finish. My brother, I mean, that was a long time ago. I feel like I almost was my brother watched 18 years ago. It finished. Yeah. I was probably living at home is my point. I think my brother watched it. I, I watched like episodes, but I didn't watch it from start to finish. Okay. No. It has the most iconic intro song. Correct. I've seen sequence. the intro and stuff. Yes. Yeah. And so it, it came on again. And the first thing you see is the Freedom Tower, because in the original intro, you saw the Twin Towers. Um, mm-hmm. He sees the Twin Towers in his rearview mirror. And yep. so they're showing the, the Freedom Tower. And then they show like there's clearly a woman driving. And I was like, is that Meadow? And then she took her glasses off. And for whatever reason, she's just still so recognizable, even though she's mm-hmm. older. And just reenacting little sequences from that intro. The best was she like throws a lollipop in her mouth. And that is because in the original, uh, Tony Soprano is throwing a cigar in his mouth. Mm-hmm. So she's and she's driving an electric vehicle. I just thought it was perfect. It was sort of yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I'm not the macho Italian, you know, old man sort of thing. And this and it was so good. They, I think they put in some of. Uh, um, I, I don't think it was the same uh, intro parts, but they they replayed the same sort of roads they were driving by. Mm-hmm. It's great. And then at the end, her 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 on screen brother um, is there, and he's had a lot of legal problems too. So um, hopefully he's kind of like straightened things out. And they hug at the end, and it was just great. Every time that commercial comes on, it's come on a lot during the Olympics. I just stop and watch it. It was <laughs> just great. Um, so yeah, all right. Okay, sorry. I I I remember. I thought you had put this in. I thought that was hilarious. Throw me were, under the uh, bus when I didn't even do it. <laughs> Let's go through some questions and wrap this up. Let's do it. Question from Discord by Bruce. We've had this one for a while. We've had a lot of these questions for a while. I wanted mm-hmm. to wait for you. Well, this one's um, all you. This one. <laughs> this one might be out of date. 
Um, would you play Animal Crossing Valhalla? And what kind of game would Animal Crossing Valhalla look like? This is a reference to them talking about AC Valhalla um, on Retro Logic. Animal Crossing Valhalla? Vikings? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to answer this one. But uh, I think I would like Animal Crossing Valhalla uh, a lot better than Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It just got so repetitive. I really did enjoy it early on, um, but it got so repetitive, um, I kind of broke down. But maybe Animal Crossing is a repetitive game, too. I don't know. It's true. It would be adorable, though, if you had Animal Crossing Valhalla and it was just Animal Crossing characters, but they all just had nothing but Valhalla, like a uh, Viking equipment. <laughs> and uh, you could do some questing and stuff, which would be great because Animal Crossing really needs more interesting sort of questing. Um, yeah, I think we can do need, a whole show. It needs another layer. Yeah, I think we can do a whole show on, you know, maybe the next game is sort of a reboot of the series. Mm. Uh, got a question from Discord by Bob Cousy. The um, question for y'all. That's exactly oh. how he talks, by the way. Question for y'all after seeing Jackass with Zablonk. Did you ever attempt any dumbass stunts in your younger years? I had my mother-in-law drink out of a cup I had pissed in the day before. Oh my god. My well, god. What well, I need to know more about this story, honestly. That, that, I, I agree. So John, did he I, wash I, it? Did he what did he do? He probably pissed in like a Gatorade cup and then said it was Gatorade or something. I don't know. No, it doesn't sound like she drank the piss, but I think he pissed in the cup and then maybe like rinsed it. <laughs> I don't I know. Had my mother-in-law drank out of a cup. <laughs> yeah, pissed. you're right. Did she drink the piss? And is that jackassy? I don't know. I, I answered that this is... question already in the Discord. I didn't do any of that stuff. I well, was not that kid, but it sounds like you knew I could tell a whole podcast about this. We, <laughs> I'll, I'll try to pick my top three. So, of course, the jackass <laughs> came out. top three. Oh my god, I have a top 12. <laughs> so we we me and three of my closest buddies, um Bubba, as you know, is one of them. So oh, no. uh we we had our own show that we called Dumbass, right? You know, that's that's the thing to do. So some of the stories we did was um, you know, stupid shit, right? We we used to push our my neighbor, God bless his soul, he would do anything. We used to put him in a shopping carriage and push him down like a flight of stairs. <laughs> and just whatever happened happened you don't even have a tv uh, show he, like what was he doing it for? we weren't even we weren't even filming it john like <laughs> we just we just did it um <laughs> another time was is we it was like a, a like today it was like middle of february it was freezing out and we went out one time at night and i said my buddy my my neighbor's a paintballer i said let's i'm gonna get shot in the chest by a paintball gun from like 10 feet away i said no shirt on so i took my shirt off so we had all the stuff in the car and we, you know, we were driving around, you know what you do in high school, you drive around, you do whatever. So I didn't know this, but all the paintballs got frozen. <laughs> so we're in this middle of a parking lot. And <gasps> I stripped down, butt ass naked. And I put like a jot strap on. What? And I was like, all right, shoot me in the chest. And he's like 10 feet away from me. And I'd never even been shot by a paintball. I had no idea what to expect. I was like a paintball. When it hit me, John, I thought I was dead. And let me tell you today, <laughs> I have this fucking star. You've got a scar? I have a star that's a circle. I oh, know the my God. They have, like, ringworm. Like, what is that? I'm like, no, nah, it's just from a paintball. I'm good. Like, it was the most painful thing I've ever witnessed in my life. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bef okay, you guys weren't filming. There was no, no money involved. Nothing. 
you're just doing this like I mean they get Dumbass. they get paid to do this on a TV show at MTV. Yeah. Did you like did you go, hey, I'm Andrew I'm Andrew oh, Defusco. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to welcome to dumbass. <laughs> this is the paintball stunt. Yeah, whatever. And you're it saying is. it to nobody. <laughs> get imaginary cameras. Um there was this one time we got kicked out of the mall. I dressed up as Frodo Baggins and another kid dressed up as an orc. And we just started sword fighting in the middle of the mall. <laughs> but my favorite story, and it might be sensitive. Sorry if I hurt anyone's feelings, but this is the Dad's at the Dark show. Um, and I was young and stupid. You kill young animals. I mean, we can. we can. That's true. So it's Halloween night, right? We got a wheelchair. I put oh. myself in that wheelchair. And I pretended I had some issues and challenges. And. So my one neighborhood would push me, push me around this nice neighborhood, tons of families out. And I would go to door to door, you know, whatever, collecting my candy. You know, like I said, people thought there was something wrong with me. So we were going. And meanwhile, we had my other buddy hiding in a bush with a ski mask on. You ever seen the scene in Happy Gilmore when the guy drives the Volkswagen into Happy Gilmore and he's like, Jackass, and he like runs away. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, he- friends pushed me down the sidewalk in the wheelchair, got my bag of candy on me, and my neighbor comes out of the bush and he sprints across the street and tackles me out of the <laughs> wheelchair onto the ground, and all the candy goes flying. Now, meanwhile, we're in like a neighborhood with all these families. Like, what would you do if you saw that today? I mean, you would do something because you, you would chase down the kid and beat the shit. Like, what's wrong with exactly? Yeah. So that's what fucking happened, right? <laughs> the guys came over to me trying to help me back in the wheelchair. Like, oh my god, are you okay? And like, here I am, one kind of in pain. I just got speared out of a wheelchair. Two, like, try not to laugh. And like, three, what do I do? So like, continue the charade. Other, <laughs> other parents start chasing down, you know, the you buddy that, that with the ski mask on, right? And it was it and was he's one just of those running? Things. Was he like it was, oh, it was just a joke? It was just a joke. Kind of, but he was still running. Like so I get up. I just the wheelchair was broken. I couldn't even get back into it. <laughs> we just got up and walked away, and everyone was like like kind of pissed, but not really sure what to do. <laughs> My God. I, I'll I'll end it there. I mean, we've had we had a lot of um stupid times that we all do in high school, but yeah, dumbass. That was that was the name of the I want to do a minisode someday and go through the other nine. I'll have to bring on my buddies um, and we'll have to remember them all. That reminds me, there was an episode of uh Jackass where they had Brad Pitt on. Do you remember that one? And they kidnapped they're like oh, at like a show oh, or something, no. and Brad Pitt was totally in on it. Yeah, yeah and yeah, they yeah. like a van pulls up and a bunch of mass people come and yes. like grab him into the van and take off. I remember this. And there's people calling like nine one one. And it's like, of course they should call nine one one. Like I, exactly. I, don't, I don't even know how this was a jackass gag. There had to be some legal trouble for that one. So it's sometimes about the other people and what they're witnessing, right? It's not just about because that's that's where prank shows go wrong. Yeah. Is look, I mean, there's no reason for these people to think that this was a prank. That's no, when it's not, not funny. It's like it's like, of course they should call nine one one. Like they're not that's overreacting. I mean, they're doing fun. what they should do. <laughs> like it's so very bizarre. All right, very nice question. All right, another break? question from Discord by Hambone Johnny. Do you ever take your switch with you into the bathroom when you have to drop a deuce? Hambone, would you ask this question to the Nintendo dads? Ask yourself that question. Ask yourself that. And Good. The, that's the, why the, we love this question. The simple answer is I did it today. Um, I had to find <laughs> out some Mario Party games for the mayhem. I said, what better time? It's called <laughs> multitasking. <laughs> Absolutely. 
yeah, I I take my switch in the bathroom all the time. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, sometimes it's like I might be playing something on my phone, but for the most part, it's like, oh, I need about five to ten minutes in the bathroom. Might as well, you know, make some progress in Breath of the Wild. And we all know with kids, that's like your time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You I don't know, my kids are so young enough, though. They'll just walk in. I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Why are you playing the Switch? I'm golfing, honey. Yeah. Next question. For, I mean, my God, like it's the best use of a Switch. True. And you can play in the bathroom. You I could that with the Wii U. My, my old house, the bathroom was like just outside the Wii U zone. It was never, <laughs> it was like 50-50 chance it was going to work. It was going to sketch and you like hold the pad like further from the toilet. <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> <laughs> drop a deuce and get on the toilet seat a little bit i remember i remember um i really wanted to play earthbound for the first time and it was on wii u but i didn't want to just play it in the living room so i actually had recently bought a wii u um because i wanted to get the zelda one so i had this moment where i had two wii u's and i was going to sell the old pad and the old the new the zelda wii u console i was going to sell them but before i did that I brought the Wii U up into our bedroom, put it underneath the dresser just so I could play Earthbound. Like, like not even hooked up to the TV. It wasn't even hooked up to the TV. <laughs> I just needed to be near the gamepad so I can play right. in the rocking chair. It's and like, what, a 20 foot, maybe 15 it, feet. They, I think they would say 50 feet, but it, it just depended. It was not 50. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then once I finished Earthbound, then I finally sold the Wii U. <laughs> um, question from Discord by Chris HL94. Question for Drew. You have 15 minutes before the kids go to bed and you play some Super Mario Brothers. And this is a real story. This is beat the game without getting hit once while your wife is watching before you take it to the bedroom to continue the streak. (laughs) You are on. Are you putting on a red hat and a fake mustache? You know, I'd like to say yes. But at the same time, I'm a realist. And, uh, you know, that just isn't going to happen. Not going to fly. Sounds like dressing up like Eminem might work with your wife, though. I just finished in both aspects. I don't, I doesn't, you know, you take what you can get at our age, John. Oh, <laughs> well, here's a question. I'm going to follow up that one. What if your wife wore a red hat and a fake mustache? <laughs> I, I did after it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I need my mushroom. All right. <laughs> question from Discord by Sean Abbott. What do you see as the pros and cons for your move to PlayStation? Also, will you be buying into their Game Pass expansion style service that's coming this year? That is a good question, actually. Um, When I switched to PlayStation, I actually. I originally was said, you know what, I'll wait until we find out if there's going to be like a PlayStation pass, Mm. Um, but I wanted to play Horizon. I don't know if I will. I'll see what it is. they do, interestingly enough, they do PS Plus, which if you pay for the year is $5 a month. And they also have PS Now, which is badly named. That is $5 a month if you pay for the year. So for $10, you actually get the equivalent of Game Pass Ultimate. You, you get free games per month, you get online, and you get a selection of games to play from. Um, so technically, their Game Pass franken monster is five dollars cheaper however ps now doesn't have like exclusive first party titles on day one um you can play horizon zero dawn right now on ps now which is a great value if you don't have the game and you want to play it 
but it, they didn't put it on there until like years after it had come out. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other game on there, I looked through the list just as a test. I looked through the list and the only other game on there that I'd be really excited to play is the wolf among us, which is a telltale game and a sequel's coming out next year. But again, that's it. So it's like, Ooh, I don't want to get in the same trap where I'm on PS now. And then I'm looking around for PS now games. I have a and set of about and, and that's, you know, it'll pay it the 120 bucks for the year, right? You're not going to buy right. it because it's monthly. It's more. And then at that point, you just buy the game and, you know, it's like, right. And then the games you want to play, like I want to play Elden Ring really badly. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll play that in a couple months, probably. And what am I going to do? Play that for two months yeah, while I'm paying right. for my subscription to PS now? I mean, I'm going to be in the same situation. So right now I have no plan to get the PlayStation service, but we'll see what it is. Who knows if they start putting their first party titles on there. Like I could tell you right now, like Ghost of Tsushima is a game I want to play that I don't own. Um, then sure, it might be worth it because those are the games that I really want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, right now I have no plans. The pros and cons of the move to PlayStation after a week. Um, I'll just give it in very general terms. I don't want to get into super details. Uh, the controller is 100 times better. It just has way more tech on it. Um, the haptics are amazing. Um, so much better. Um, I've got headphones now with my PlayStation 5, and they really tie into the system. I never got the Xbox headphones, so I can't compare directly. Um, but you can like mute the headphones and all that stuff from the controller. Um, really nice. They just work. Um, great. That's fine. I would say um, other pros would be that there's just more PlayStation games that I want to play. Um, there's just there was just really nothing on the Xbox that I wanted to play. Um, yeah, like I the thing about the PlayStation is it's it's a lot more fun than the Xbox. The Astrobot game has a ton of character. Um, the character, the main characters they have in their exclusive games like Aloy um, have way more character. You know, characters like Nathan Drake they're just more identifiable. Xbox for the most part. They have a bunch of exclusives and they bought a bunch of developers now, but really it always comes back to like Master Chief. Um, There's just more charm in PlayStation. PlayStation will never get to Nintendo levels, um, but it's way closer to Nintendo than it is to Xbox. Um, But yeah, in terms of cons, I mean, I think the console is ugly. Uh, It's the plastic pieces on the PlayStation are built to be removed. And so... Um, the first day I started trying to install some of my disc based games, I had to put life is strange on there right away, drew and, um, and it'll basically just copy all the data from the disc. Great. That's what I wanted to do, but man, it was like rattling. It was so loud. And I didn't realize at the time that that was the disc. Cause I was like, is this how loud the console is? Um, and part of it is those plastic pieces have a little tiny bit of rattle. Um, it hasn't been a problem because I'm, I'm not, I'm playing digitally. Um, but yeah, like the Xbox console, the black box is just so much nicer. It's smaller. This thing is gigantic. Um, and yeah, it takes a little bit longer to boot up. Um, I think the dashboard is a little less cool. Um, the Xbox dashboard will show you all the games you owned on there. Um, this one has a list at the top, but it puts in these system icons. I just want to see a row of color. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm happy with the switch. Um, but those are kind of the uh, the pros and cons. All right, question from Discord. It's the last one. Question from Discord by Neo Prime 33 That is Tim from the Nintendo Dads. 
your future cells come to visit you right now during mm. the show recording. They came back 25 years from the future to tell you Whoa. what? So let's see. How old are we? 25 years from the future. So I would be 70 year old me coming back. And you're what? 60 year old you coming back. Old me. Are we still podcasting? Fuck. Is podcasting <laughs> still the thing? Yeah, w- whatever, I like, man. I feel like podcasting will be dead by then. What would replace podcasting though? Like, I mean, just listening, you're Who's listening talking? to music. I mean, music's been around. They didn't stop doing music. I mean, it could be a different format, but you know, could be over. Listening. I, could I, be. I hope that I tell myself some like back to the future two shit. Like I want, I want to know who's winning the Super Bowls. I want to know what Nintendo stock looks like. like I want to know a few things. So is gambling with you. It's money making. It's business. <laughs> Is that it? I, I don't know. I don't what, know. I don't know what I would. I don't I know. I, I wonder when I was a kid, um, my mom got me Mega Man for the NES and I got it for Easter. It was like an Easter present. And I love the game. And I look at how much that game costs sealed today. And I go, oh, man, I should have never opened it. Now, of course, little kid me is not going to like hold on to a game for the value. Right. Nobody. None of us did. Yeah. It's like toys. But. I would love if 70 year old me came back and said, hey, you know, you know, that Fire Emblem game that's coming out, the Warriors game. Grab a few extra sealed copies now. You'll mm. thank me later. You know, that's sort of just as bad as me it's about money. <laughs> you made fun of me. It's the same thing. Except you made it video game related. Yeah, uh, I did. That's why that's what made it better. Uh and then we'd all we could play some four player Mario Party or something like that together. Mario I think Party it'd be like fun. Thirty. Would you do like geezers versus young guys, or would you be like the Johns versus the Drews? Ooh, no, I feel like it's gonna be us versus them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, we'll just rock them. Like, I yeah. think so. Oh, maybe maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe the older guys they have more experience. I don't know. Yeah, it might be all like yeah, it might be like mind controlled games. <laughs> you know? Oh, definitely. Have a sharper then. mind than us. That would be interesting. Would you? I mean, that oh. brain answers, Tim. I mean, I'm sorry we disappointed you. <laughs> I, it really does come down to like how we can improve our situation financially. Isn't that what everyone's trying to do? How can I, we re- retire earlier to play more video games? Yeah, tweet us your answers, guys. I'm I'm authentically curious. Like, what is? You got an answer that doesn't involve money or financial investment? I want to know what the answers are. I'm sure somebody has way better answers than we could. I for mean, this one, something about sex, avoiding, maybe? avoiding a mistake. Oh, no, they'd mm. be like, they'd be like, Drew, don't like if you could go back in time right now to mm. younger Drew, you'd be like, don't do the dumbass show. OK, no, I would say film it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch that. I, I still can't believe you were doing that and not even filming Listen, the thing. There was no cell phones. Filming was a lot harder to do back then. Like no one just happened to have there like, were a camcorders. Big- yeah, like a VHS camcorder. And you like went that's... into a movie career. You didn't have like a little camcorder. That's, it's quite shocking, really. And Ryan was involved in all this. He was. What we'll the pretty monta? Nobody ask. had a camera. It's just it wasn't on your mind. Like, <laughs> I, I, I agree that maybe we should have, but 
I don't know. We needed we needed a cameraman. We needed like a fourth or fifth wheel. Did you go by Andy? We had this we had this come up this no. week, but your iPad is called Andy's iPad. So and I was thing. literally asking Tim if he knew what if Andy's iPad meant anything to him, because I was wondering <laughs> if it was related to their account. And it did not even it. occur to me it was you. So Drew is obviously everyone here knows me as Drew. My my brother calls me Drew. My dad calls me Drew. My mom calls me Andy. Oh, the wife. Did she buy you the iPad? No, the wife calls me Andy. Are you sure she calls you Andy? She's probably she got a does. nickname for you. No. Are you well, Boo? I, I, well, no, no. I'm just. I feel like she doesn't really call me by anything. Hey, shithead. Like I don't know. <laughs> hey, no, Rackula. But, but all of work is Andy. Really? Yeah. Holy Drew crap. Drew like- is more of like, yeah. I mean, obviously my name's Andrew, right? So, so Drew is is more of like the the more non professional, like all the like people in my life that yeah. are just buddies and friends with all call me Drew versus the more like informal or the more formal people, I'm sorry, and you know, work related, um, stuff like that. It's just goes by Andy. That's that you know what's funny is Michelle's brother was Andy. Yeah. And about like 10 years ago, he started, I mean, not 10, but like six or seven years ago, he started going by Andrew. And Mm. I think it was like, if you go by Andrew, you know, work will take you more seriously, whatever. Yeah. So he goes by Andrew. So the rest of the family now calls him Andrew. But my wife and I, we can't. We still call him Andy. And I feel bad because they probably, when we leave the house, they're like, it's fucking people. They still call you Andy. Like, why don't they respect you going by Andrew? But I just can't. It's just in my head. I was like, he's just Andy. And if I met somebody on the street or somebody's like, oh, I want you to meet my friend. I'd be like, oh, hey, I'm Andy. Like th- that's, that's what I would say to them. Most wow. Likely. That's yeah. fascinating. Wow. That's really fascinating. I don't, yeah, I don't really just say, like, hey, I'm Drew. I, you know, it depends. Like if it's like. Um, you were Drew on the Disney guys. It is. So if it's my f- friends introducing me to another friend, I'll probably say Drew. But right. if my mom's like, oh, I want you to meet my friend or something, like, oh, hey, I'm Andy. So this it just weird. depends. You need to call me. You got to pick one. I don't think it's you can true. do this whole thing. Like, it's true. We're and know people true. know like what you think about them by how you are addressed by them. Like, no, you fucker call me Andy. You don't call me Drew. Yeah. If I'm your friend, then you'll be Drew. I'll be wow. Drew. But, you know, if I'm just an acquaintance, you, you motherfucker call me Drew. Andy, that's, you know, <sighs> complicated, right. deep lore shit right there. That is one way to wrap this up. That is one way. What do we got coming out the next two weeks, John? <laughs> well, the big game coming out this week, of course, is Elden Ring, uh, February 25th. I'm available so on consoles everywhere except the Nintendo Switch. Now, is this something that would come out on like the Steam Deck? I hate to even ask this question. I need to do should. research. It should. I don't see, see why I, it wouldn't. This could be my trip tonight because it's handheld, right? I can play on the couch. Well, getting a Steam Deck is not that easy. I, I don't disagree. I just seen the dupes. And how much are they? They're expensive, aren't they're they? They're expensive, and they haven't. I don't think they've been released yet. No, they haven't been released. You'd like, have to like, pre-order, wait online. You probably wouldn't get it until late in the year. Yeah, seems like a lot of work. You're right. I'm out. To <laughs> <laughs> talk, to talk. This is basically the open world version of a Dark Souls game. Um, I, I was hyped for this and then I started to wane and then I watched like the first 15 minutes of it and was like, oh wow, this is cool because they have these little caves 
Mm-hmm. And they are basically like shrines. They have these little challenges oh, and all that stuff. I need this. And then you have the open world. You have like bosses just, you know, like hanging around. It's just a game to get lost in. Um, I was actually deciding if I should wait for this or play Horizon. But I was like, you know what? Horizon's a more colorful game, more lighthearted and all that. Yeah. I don't know if I can sit in Elden Ring for like two months. It's it's so serious. The story usually is nonsensical anyway. Um, so I'm going to play it. But it may not be a game where I'm like, I'm going to 100% this thing. Like, I don't know. Um, but I'm excited for it. And um, yeah, I think everyone should check it out. I think it's going to be really cool. And then, of course, the other big release on February 25th. Ammo pigs cocked and loaded. I'm just kidding. Look, what? Ammo pigs cocked and loaded was the coolest title I could see on the list of Switch games coming out. I don't think what there's anything that? coming out. Is that it's, really a game? It's a real game, cocked and loaded. Look it up. But there's really nothing until Triangle Strategy comes out March 3rd. So nothing you can do. Um, that's fine. It, it's like a 16 bit. <laughs> platform in <laughs> metroidvania game yeah with a pig and a bazooka gun it doesn't look great no, um, but really, yeah there's nothing really... much to play but of course that means go, go into your backlog i'm actually gonna i think i'm gonna play some breath of the wild this week drew and maybe Listen, some monster hunter i need a game that's gonna last me the next 45 days at minimal maybe 60 days i told you into the breach i want like an open world 3D third person something. Then play The Witcher to credits. I need that in my life. I need something like that right now. I want to I want to dive deep into play it. it. It's got a it's got a good ending. Gotta save Siri, the man. Good, the good thing I will say, it does have replayability. There's a lot of other side quests you can do that maybe I didn't do the first time or mm-hmm. when you play the second time, you will battle way better yeah do the side quests and i spent so long i forget even like the i forget the system the battle system everything i'm secretly hoping that you do play witcher because i just want to hear your reaction to stuff i know you do yeah i don't know do it 45 days i did a a search i did a search search my shitty game wish list i can't wait i know you'll chat me i don't have to wait a week but (laughs) um All right, that's all I got. That's all. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night, Andy. The Dads After Dark Show is part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available, including iTunes, CastBox, Spotify, and Stitcher. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Pretty please. Be sure to join us on the Nintendo Dads Discord in our Dads After Dark channels for some naughty After Dark talk. Follow us on Twitter at NDadsAfterDark or email us at dadsafterdarkshow at gmail.com. And a big thank you to Family Jewels for our show's music. You rock. That's all for tonight. Good night, Dads. Sweet dreams. <laughs>